0: Hello again and welcome to Rastlin Memories on Pioneer 90.1 FM KSRQ. We're available online to the masses at RadioNorthland.org. Yes, you can listen to us live there. And if you happen to miss this episode live, you can also check it out at this website, radionorthland.org, where they have a wrestling Memories page. Six years of wrestling Memories. Are you kidding me? Yes, they're available for you. And we're on the app for your uh, phone, for smartphone. Tune in. Tune in app. With all of that said and done, Glenn Broggett uh, with you on this very special edition of wrestling Memories. And boy, do we have a good one for you, my friends. We are going to be talking the Cauliflower Alley Club. Um, they've got a great big doings going on here uh, out there in Las Vegas, Nevada. And we're going to Uh, educate the fans about what's coming up, Uh, fill in some of the fans who are interested or maybe have uh, made some plans to head out to Vegas. We're going to talk about what is up with Cauliflower Alley 2018 and who better to talk Cauliflower Alley than its president and chief executive officer. He's also one hell of a veteran pro wrestler. He was one half of the killer bees. He's had a decent stellar solo career, singles career, whatever you want to call it. You can call him president or chief executive officer too of the Cauliflower Alley Club with us to talk about all the events the whole 360 is the one and only brian blair welcome back to wrestling memories sir
1: wow it's great to be on wrestling memories again glenn and i'm so happy that we're talking about the cac because that's a passion to me and it's and it's coming up it's right around the corner and it's just once you go one time you're hooked brother you'll never want to ever miss another event but um uh we're 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 all set to go April thirtieth through May second, and um, it's it's getting exciting. Got some tremendous honorees.
0: Yeah, and we're going to go through the the honorees. But yes, this has been uh, how many years now for you uh, since you, you you've taken over the helm of of the CAC and, and gotten into even more endeavors involved with with the Cauliflower Alley Club.
1: Uh, I, I took over from Nick Aquino before the fiftieth anniversary, and this is the fifty-third, so a little over three years now. Yes,
0: and, you, and you've definitely uh, have, we can definitely see this thing getting bigger and better every year. That's out in, in Las Vegas. Uh, tell listeners that uh, we're guys out at the Gold Coast, I do believe, once again.
1: Yes, Gold Coast Hotel and Casino, and we even have forty-dollar really nice rooms for our uh, members that come. Um, They can call the Gold Coast before March 25th and get a $40 room rate for a very nice room
0: so, so times times running uh, real real close on that to get a part of, of that deal and I know those rooms and uh, yeah they get occupied pretty fast when it comes to getting all of these uh, uh, many veteran wrestlers uh, fans historians and the like out here for a, a real melting pot a real get-together where guys can just sit and rub shoulders to some of the greats of pro wrestling and you know kick back and have a good conversation that feeling of of brotherhood that uh, the cauliflower alley Club I mean I was out there five years ago and I could really see that in full bloom uh you guys really do a a great job of just getting everybody together and like i said those play those rooms fill up pretty fast
1: oh yeah absolutely uh we'll we'll actually uh probably sell out we're expecting to sell out a couple weeks ahead of time glenn and um they do fill up fast we've got so many to uh give out at that rate and um that's why we're asking everybody to um you know, to hit the cutoff line by March 25th, and um, you know you can you can buy a ticket, you can come up uh, to the reunion all the way up into the uh, up until the end of April. But uh, uh, in order to get that rate, you've got to call the uh, Gold Coast, and they can find all the information at caulifloweralleyclub.org. And, and uh, it, it's just going to be a great time.
0: And what we're going to do right now is uh, offer what they call the sizzle to the big steak that is the CAC, and it's a uh, uh, part of the big part of it is the the honorees, uh, the guys and gals that you have picked out uh, for the class of 2018. And I want to go through a couple of these. We'll, we'll go through maybe in a little more detail, some more than others, Brian. But I do want to talk, and we'll get right into the list of, of honorees. Uh, I want to talk about the James C. Melby Historian Award and the recipient this year. When I was out, uh, my uh, sometimes co-host George Shire uh, was received that honor. But this year, the 2018 James C. Melby Historian Award, you guys are deciding to honor uh, one of your own, Don Luce. Let's let's talk a little bit about the Historian Award and what that adds to the, the CAC.
1: Well, we all know Glenn that historians are vital to the preservation of our business and um, uh, to to all the history that goes on, and and the historians um, are. Um, just a just a great big part of the wrestling world that we really really appreciate as uh, as wrestlers and um, and being in the business in um, the way uh, the James C. Melby Historian Award uh, came about um, because uh, James was uh, you know a tr- tremendous historian and George Shire actually heads that up now and the way that a person is nominated is all of the past winners of the james c melby award um george sends a um a ballot to them and they pick who the actual historians that won the award in the past pick who they want to be the historian for this coming reunion and so that was done george did that he did a great job at it and uh, don loose um was actually a unanimous winner
0: Well, that's amazing. And I've heard that name through the, I mean, like I said, I'm a little bit younger to the game, but I've heard that name in regards to some of the guys that help uh, keep the history alive and those that are, you know, doing such a good job of remembering pro wrestling history. And and this name is another one that gets added to, to that long list of guys who are really so, so dedicated.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, I've never met Don myself. Um, I understand he's a a tremendous gentleman uh, that he's highly knowledgeable. I'm sure he is. Otherwise, uh, you know, he wouldn't have won the award unanimously. I'm not uh, the historian uh, myself. I I know my personal history and uh, the people that were around me. But um, for somebody to keep track of the business like they do, it's just amazing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just learning uh, from from working with George uh, for for a few years, I could really see his dedication and his attention to detail. Uh, Lucha Libre being honored at 2018 uh, Cauliflower Alley Club. Uh, the Lucha Libre Award is uh, going to one of the many great legends of Lucha Libre uh, in the world. You're talking about the mass culture. This definitely uh, falls into it. Uh, Blue Demon Jr. is going to be out there at the Gold Coast receiving his honor as the Lucha Libre Award winner for CAC this year.
1: Yes, and this is the first time ever that CAC has given away the Lucha Libre Award. We had uh, we hadn't really um, found the right person, and and the person has to accept the award and be willing to, uh, you know, we may want somebody, but uh, they may be booked or they may not want to pay their own way, uh, because what's great about the honorees is we're all in this together for helping. the f- people that made a, a living in the wrestling industry that have fallen on difficult financial times, whether it be, um, like Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff who had stage four cancer or, uh, and we don't normally mention names, but these people have all given permission to mention their names uh, or Bobby Heenan who had cancer or, um, you know, guys that fall on, uh, difficult, um, Times through divorces or uh, they met Bernie Madoff and made bad investments. But most of the guys um, really find themselves um, in a situation because of hospital bills and bills for health-related incidents. And, um, you know, as, as you know, uh, Glenn, we never had uh, insurance. We never had a 401k plan. Uh, that's why, I, you know, when I broke in the business, the saying was, it's not how much you make, it's how much you save well, you know, if you can save all you want, but if you don't have health insurance or if you have crummy health insurance and you get a, you know, something bad happens to you, you know, there's nowhere to go and, you know, you're about to lose your house. Who are you going to turn to? And um, fortunately, uh, because of the members, because of the honorees, because of people like you who spread the word for us, um, we're able to all come together and help these people. And believe me, they are so grateful for the help they get. As a matter of fact, uh, Brickhouse Brown who had stage four cancer, Rocky Johnson called me up. Um I had never met Brickhouse before. He asked me, he said, Brian, you ever met Brickhouse Brown? And I said, no, Rocky. And he said, well, I said th- I said I knew who he was because he broke in, in Florida. So he went through Hero Matsuda's camp like I did, but he just came after I did. And um he uh had a, had a good career, uh, especially in Tennessee and, uh, mid South area. And anyway, he calls, uh, uh, I didn't realize how bad he was when Rocky called me. And when I talked to brick, he said that, um, he had stage, just went to the doctor and they think he has stage four prostate cancer he wasn't sure he, he did have the first time he went he had stage two but since he had no insurance his wife left him he was broke living in $100 a hundred dollar a week hotel um, and um, was waiting for disability was waiting for any help that he could get and he had been waiting for like six months and still nothing was happening so he was just taking pain pills to cure you know for cancer and here he's in bad pain but He's getting no cancer treatment. So we got him to a doctor, and the first doctor that he went to, Glenn, said, uh, um, you uh, you have cancer um, in your testicles now, and we're going to have to remove your testicles. Okay. And he wanted to do it that night in the hospital, so he calls me up, and he says, Brian, I know you guys spent $500 for the doctor's appointment, but I'm scared. This guy wants to remove my testicles, da 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 uh, what should I do? And I said, Well, don't do that, brother. I said, Go get a second opinion. He said, Well, I, I can't afford it. And I said, Don't worry, go pay for it. So, uh, uh we had one of our attorneys, uh, that are volunteers just like everybody else's. I mean, all, all the everybody on the board pays their own way, their own, uh, hotel, uh, reunion ticket, everything. Um, and, uh, he went to the next doctor who said that, uh, he didn't have to get his testicles cut off. Thank God. And, uh, Rick house was certainly relieved. And, um, any anyway, to make a long story short, he then started, we got him on cancer treatment. Medicine was like, uh, it was over a thousand dollars a month, even with the discount that, um, that, uh, the attorneys were able to get him. And, uh, we paid for that and for his treatments and, uh, now he finally got uh, his disability insurance, and um, he's, he's gone from a death sentence. I gave him six months to live. He went from 250 pounds down to 140 pounds. And I'm proud to say on Brick's behalf now that he's weigh, he weighs 204 pounds when I talked to him last week. And um, his cancer is almost gone. And oh, that's, great. that's the kind of things that, that pick you up when you help these people, when you, when you know that, you know, what you're doing um, is really life changing for these individuals.
0: Oh, that just sounds like that's such a great heartwarming story, especially for the state he was in. I mean, reading reports of various uh, things online that really had him at death's door. It's so wonderful that there are services and and just places. Well, people like you know the good folks at the CAC that have been able to help out guys like 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 Brickhouse Brown. I want to talk a little bit. We're going to move on. Uh, the rising star. You know, you guys not only you know celebrate wrestling's past but you guys also take a dip into the future and one of the the winners the recipient this year is a guy by the name of Kevin Killer Cross so uh that's a pretty big honor for a guy that's coming up i mean this is like almost like a future legends type of thing of sorts
1: well, it actually is the Future Legends Award, um, and we just changed the name of it because it's too hard to predict who's going to be a, a legend, but um, uh, it's easy to predict, uh, uh, much easier to predict a rising star. So we changed the name from the Future Legends Award to the Rising Star Award. And just like you said, Kevin Cross was, uh, received the most votes for that, and he accepted the award. And so he'll be in Vegas uh, on April 30th with all of us.
0: That's very cool. And along, and along with, uh, with with Mr. Cross here, as so we're talking with Brian Blair, uh, President and Chief Executive Officer of the Cauliflower Alley Club, uh, let's talk about the guy, the stripes, the zebra, the man in the ring, the third man. Uh, let's talk about the referee honor this year. The 2018 Charlie Smith Referee Award uh, is going to a recipient, a very worthy one, by the name of Mr. Mickey J. Henson. I think you might know this fella.
1: yeah i do as a matter of fact he refereed uh many of my matches uh and uh he was always a hard worker and I, i don't know if you know this or not but mickey's uh he lives in key west when he comes to tampa uh once a month for cancer treatments and uh so mickey has uh uh a very difficult form of cancer that he's battling with right now but uh he was uh he received the most vo- votes uh from our members um for the referees award and uh i'm just real happy that uh, that he's going to um get the award this year because he's always there and he loves the cauliflower alley club you know it's like i said you know once you go when you go once you don't ever want to miss because there's so much camaraderie it's it's uh like 300 wrestlers and 700 fans and everybody is like becomes like family and um there's there's nothing that i've ever seen like it to me it's the world's greatest fraternity and um i just you know we've got less than six weeks to go and um I, i'm just uh counting the days actually
0: yeah the excitement the anticipation of the cauliflower alley club 2018 and you want to talk about more familiarity with you uh mr blair another a uh, guy getting a major major honor and boy this this guy in the ring and behind the scenes training through the years this is a very uh, deserving recipient uh, and it's very cool that the CAC uh, just you know they announced that Steve Kern is going to be receiving the uh, trainers award uh, coming up uh, here at the end of April early May brother that 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 is a, a spot on decision great great choice great whoever voted in uh, i mean Steve Kern, i mean what more can be said i mean in ring and also just how many people he actually had a hand in actually training too?
1: Well, actually, um, Glenn, uh, Steve has trained more active wrestlers than anybody of the, in the history of the business. I mean, from Seamus Roman Reigns, I mean, it, the list goes on and, um, I've never been a presenter for anybody. And Steve's a, a close friend of mine. And he asked me if I would be his presenter. And I kind of never really wanted to do that. Um, but, uh, for Steve, you know, I would do anything for him. Uh, he used to let me carry his bag, um, up, up to the stairs at the armory in Tampa when I was a kid, because I didn't have any money. So he would, uh, you know, he knew my story and I met him at one of my amateur wrestling matches with Eddie Graham and Jack Briscoe, uh, I, along with Gerald Briscoe, who was there at the time, um, uh, my senior year in high school and, um, uh, got to be friends with Steve then used to go out, um. Uh, uh, on his Hobie cat and everything that Steve had said Speedo on it. His, uh, his bathing suit, his, uh, his wet shoes. Um, he had Speedo, everything, Speedo underwear, Speedo everything. So I started calling Steve Speedo many years ago. <laughs> it's kind of stuck to him and his close friends call him Speedo. And, uh, you know, Steve is, he's the salt of the earth kind of guy. He is just such a wonderful person, such a wonderful human being. Um, and um, uh, he's a, basically a neighbor of mine. He lives about uh, four miles away. And, uh, you know, as you said, you couldn't pick a better person uh, for the trainer's award because uh, Steve's been training now for, golly, I don't know how many years, um, at least a dozen years of just training wrestlers. And he's trained some of the best. He's trained so many Um, people that we've all heard of. And most people don't know uh, that Steve was their trainer, but they'll get to hear all about who he's trained at the Cauliflower Alley Club.
0: In there, another enticement to get somebody down out to uh, to the Gold Coast. Steve Kern, very very deserving, and uh, you know I was looking too at some of the guys that uh, you mentioned of today, like your Sheamus and Roman Reigns. Even back into like you said the '90s, he had hands in helping develop careers too, like your Diamond Dallas Pages and your Dustin Rhodes, is uh, Tracy Smothers, uh, the late great Mike Awesome. Those are some names that had a, a degree of success both in the states and internationally, and, and part of their career could be due to a little extra seasoning by, by Steve current and then again another clear example of just what a great trainer he was and still is yeah
1: he he is and they, and actually steve's going to nxt next week um uh vince talked him into working for him again um uh you know steve kind of got tired of being uh, going to orlando all the time once they moved the school from tampa uh to orlando and opened up the nxt building uh he was having to go there. Constantly from Tamplin, just the grind got to him, and so uh you know he gave Vince's notice um, a little over a year ago. And Vince has tried to get him back, and he finally Steve agreed to do some part-time stuff for him. And uh, that's just how good he is. That you know Vince just keeps constantly, you know, wanting him back as as the trainer because Steve trains people from the basics um, right up to you know high, high flying moves and the psychology of the business. Um, he teaches people, you know, manners and being humble not to burn a bridge. He he goes through all the stuff that all the good people in the business taught us when we were growing up. And it's in that kind of stuff is really missing. You don't find that at too many training camps for sure. I promise you.
0: Well, no, no. It seems like, uh, again, psychology is kind of slightly in its dormancy, but it's starting to come back a little bit more. And I think it's coming back due in part to these guys that are sticking around, these quality trainers. And some of the guys like Steve and some of the guys that they've been picking up to work at NXTs and the various, uh, and even guys that put on various seminars. It's a a good thing for them to stress just how important telling a tale is, aside from getting all your power moves in or getting all your moves in. It's how the moves matter in, in, in the context of the story that you're putting on
1: absolutely absolutely and um even though you know wwe has uh, writers now and every person has an agent and their match is pretty much spelled out and i don't know how they actually do what they do because when i you know when you work uh, let's face it, the, the audience reacts different in Madison Square Garden than they do in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, or L.A., uh, California, or Tampa, Florida. Um, you know, it's you're, you always have a different audience. And a lot of times the audience is, uh, they're either down and you got to know how to get them up, or... Um, you know because to me a good a good card and a good program and if you want to go watch a good event it starts with the first match that really sets the tone for the whole card and um and when you learn the psychology of the business you know if if you're not really getting the reaction we learn how to actually control the people i mean we could make them pop we could make them we could make them cry you know or boo or Or whatever, just by listening to them and what they were buying at the time, because there's you know there's different styles. You might go out and start chain racing and work into a hole. Other people nowadays start out bang bang boom and like two pinballs and um, start out with spots and hit eight different false finishes, and you know they don't have to do all that stuff. They really don't, but it's just what the business has evolved into and I I can't knock it. And, you know, the athletes of today are are bigger and stronger than of yesterday. It's just, um, how it's been all along, you know, as man goes, grows, you know, the nutrition and foods, the supplements, the things that, um, um, you know, genes, things like that, just the people are getting bigger and stronger and, um, um, they, uh, work different styles But if you don't understand psychology, it would be so hard without the pomp of the TV and, you know, somebody writing your interviews for you. For example, we used to have to go do, you know, 30 different interviews for 30 different towns. And the only thing we knew was who we were wrestling. So you'd have to come up with whatever you thought was going to make the people interested in your match. Now you've got writers doing that and you've got to follow a script. So it's a, it's a different business. Um, and again, I'm not knocking it. It's just evolved into that and it is what it is.
0: Oh, exactly. It is. Uh, And I want to talk about, you talk about bigger and stronger, and that could really uh, describe uh, these two gentlemen that uh, are going to be receiving the CAC Tag Team Award. And I remember watching uh, as these guys were starting to develop their tag team career down in Dallas, Texas for the Global Wrestling Federation under the tutelage of Gary Hart. These guys later uh, moved on. Wasn't that long after they moved on, worked for WCW, put on an impeccable run together as a tag team, the brother tag team I'm talking about is harlem heat and uh, booker t and stevie ray you want to talk about a uh, one of the big 90s tag teams or at least one of on the short list you you can't help but uh you can't help but remember harlem heat and they're receiving their due here out at the cac for
1: 2018 yeah i I, i'm so excited about that I, i really am i mean um Booker and Stevie are two great guys and um everybody knows what a great tag team they were and I'm sure they're gonna light it up when they uh, uh when they're honored um it's going to be an awesome time i just i'm I'm actually you know that's that's one of the uh speeches that I want to hear the most is is the two of them feeding off of each other instead of just having one person you know in the in the tag team situation you've got this will be our third uh, tag team that we've honored. We've honored uh, uh, demolition acts and smash. And uh, then we uh, honored, uh, I I happen to be the one that chooses the tag teams uh, based off of uh, members suggestions. And um, Harlem heat uh, received a ton of votes um, along with uh, the road warriors. Um, We're about tied. Um, So, uh, Uh, I called and um, Booker was excited about doing it and they're going to be great. But the first uh, tag team that we honored was uh, uh, my partner, Jim Brunzel and his first tag team partner, Greg Gagne, the high flyers.
0: And I remember Um, I remember that when uh, George was telling me when he went out to to, what 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 a nice way to honor those guys. I mean, that 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 was in and of itself was a nice way to usher in the tag teams.
1: Yeah, I thought it was, too, and you know, I'm not there to uh, promote myself. I'm there to promote the CAC, so um, the killer bees would be fun, but maybe way, way, way down when we run out of tag teams. (laughs) 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 Honor the killer bees. But uh, as long as I'm president, um, I really don't want to be honored for anything. I just want to keep the people happy and um, uh, run a tight ship, which I do, and um, I have a great board. That uh, we all work together and pull in the same direction. And, um, everybody's got a responsibility and a part. I mean, um, you know, we've got, uh, uh Gloria Lavelle, um, uh, will register people keeps track of our database of our, of all of our new members. And, um, uh, she also produces the videos. If people don't produce their own video, we're going to do something a little different this year. Uh, each person, uh, each honoree prior to them, uh, right after, um, their, uh, presenter, uh, will be a 60 second, um, uh, video of them. And, uh, Gloria produces that. She wears a lot of, a lot of hats and, um, you know, Morgan Dollar, our executive vice president, he handles a lot of stuff at the, uh, uh, he handles phone calls and then he straightens all the stuff out at the, uh, Gold Coast as far as the spaces and uh, things like just a lot of different things uh, that that have to go into putting everything together to getting seminar rooms ready and things like that. And we have Scott Hosey, who handles the nostalgia room and all the tables. I mean, you can actually rent a table if you have uh, gimmicks to sell or whatever. you can rent a table there for three days. I think it's like seventy five or a hundred bucks. And of course, wrestlers, um, they get, they get a complimentary table and they get two, uh, reunion tickets, which are $125 each. And, you know, then they're responsible to pay for their own airfare and their own hotel and their own food. And that's why you've got to make sure that that honoree is willing to do that. Um, we've had, you know, honorees, uh, that were chosen by the members that simply didn't want to you know, either miss a booking or didn't want to pay for their stuff, didn't understand the college Valley Club and the concept, whatever the reason. Um, but most of the time, I would say that at least eight out of 10 times the person selected, uh, picks up the ball and runs with it. And we're really, really grateful to all the honorees for the costs that they incur, um, uh, to make the whole, uh, event successful, uh, the time that they spend and, uh, they're always nice to um, to the fans which are they're members so they're more like friends and they don't really you know hassle the talent so much you know if there's an opportunity and uh, somebody sees somebody with something in their hand you know nine out of ten of the guys will you know sign whatever they've got to sign and then and then a lot of the guys will actually go out into the nostalgia room and sit and you know sign uh, pictures and t-shirts and things like that. And now you you honor both
0: you honor both the men's and women's with uh, a couple of uh, awards for each uh, here. I want to talk about uh, quickly about the women's wrestling awards. Uh, a good yesterday today here with uh, Princess Victoria receiving the honors and a gal that's really has emerged uh, here in the last past five years. Uh, she's just a real ele- just a real ball of electricity. You see her all over, uh, you know, in the independents working her way up. She's done shots for NXT. Uh, this is a gal that's uh, going onward and upward. I want to talk about uh, princess Victoria and of course, Santana, Santana Garrett, who I, I've been mentioning here, talk about a, a really uh, aspiring young talent there.
1: Yeah. Uh, Santana Garrett is a tremendous talent. And like you said, you know, one thing that that's, that's good is that on a lot of the independents you know you do have to implement that psychology because there's no writers for you or anything like that so, um and santana has really picked up her game and um i i see her as a future wwe star she actually won the uh, the future legends award and um is now going to receive a, the uh, not an independent award, but the women's wrestling award along with, uh, princess Victoria, who I worked around for a few years. Uh, she worked around the territories that I was in, um, for a few years, mid South and, um, WWF, um, slash E, um, very, very, uh, very, very good worker. And, um, I think, uh, you know, both of, um, Both of these um, women are are great honorees.
0: Mm, Absolutely. We're talking with Brian Blair about the Cauliflower Alley Club, the big reunion coming out uh, here in Vegas at the end of the month, early May. Uh, Now from the Women's Awards to the Men's Award, uh, uh, for the younger end of the the spectrum, the honoree uh, is Mr. Tony Storm and a guy that's uh, no stranger to the Cauliflower Alley Club, and I I, I bet you've you've worked with him more uh, more than once or twice, Alexis Smirnoff.
1: Oh, yeah. Alexi Smirnov. Actually, I never did work with him, Glenn. He was always in uh, another uh, part of the world, part of the country. Um, He's from Canada, uh, Montreal. And, uh, of course, but he's been all over the place, uh, just like he said. But, uh, unfortunately, our paths never crossed. He's such a gentleman. I mean, um, Michel Dubois is his real name. And, um, you know, he's... uh, uh, very popular with the canadian we have a lot of canadians that come to uh california uh, Cauliflower Alley club and as a matter of fact we are our singer we have a, we have actual singer that sings the national anthem and um after she did it the first year some of the canadians started saying hey how about if you think she could sing the canadian uh anthem and um next year and i said well let me see what i could do so um Uh, Her name is uh, Cindy, and uh, I said, uh, Cindy, could you You think you can sing the Canadian uh, anthem? And she said, sure, I can. So she used to sing with um, Hank Williams Jr., Cindy Hall, and um, she was an opening act for him. And uh, so she's a very, very good vocalist. And when she sang the Canadian National Anthem, they went crazy last year. (laughs) So we've got another surprise this year that... uh, uh, she's going to sing a surprise
0: song on Wednesday night that's going to blow people away. Oh, that, that sounds like a whole lot of fun. Again, more of this cauliflower alley, 2018 sizzle. Uh, another men men's award honoree is a guy that I, I happened to meet at, at cauliflower alley a few years ago. And he, he's been a, a guy that's been out there and, and dedicated to to visiting and, and, and keeping up with everybody at the CAC. And he's perceiving an honor. I want to talk about a guy. Now, you know, Mr. Greg, the hammer Valentine pretty well. I have a feeling. Oh.
1: <laughs> I know Greg so well. It's uh, unbelievable. He already knows what's going to happen as soon as we tie up. Uh, he knows every time that I'm going to take him down and hook him somehow. And uh, it's, it's every time we've worked, it's been like that. I, I just do it for a rib because, you know, I've always been a wrestler and I learned to shoot and hook and things like that. And that's one of the things that got the sheep mad at me when I stretched him in uh Hershey pennsylvania that's when he really he never uh forgot that and kind of got uh angry as the years went o- along um but uh anyway uh greg is a is a great talent greg's a hard worker his dad johnny valentine was a tremendous legend and i'll never forget when his dad became the booker right after his airplane crash in the carolinas if you remember that glenn mm-hmm. um uh johnny valentine became the booker then of florida and i was just breaking in and um, he was just flipped around the room for um uh, i guess for me <laughs> and because uh, all the boys dusty everybody jack terry briscoe's don morocco everybody was in the room and he's he's the new booker so he's laying the smack down for everybody and he says um i don't tolerate any loose work as a matter of fact i want everything uh snug and when you throw a, fo- a forearm um um brian blair come over here so i come over there kind of, yes sir Mister uh, valentine uh yes sir and he says well um i want to show these people and i want to show you too how i want uh forearms laid in and i said okay um he said just stand there and he's got his crutches so he puts his crutches to, uh, under his left arm and he winds his right arm up and he's a big man like six four and probably about 250 pounds at the time and he hit me in the chest so hard glenn i just dropped to my knees and i mean i'm sure he was ribbing me and <laughs> but, uh uh it, it didn't feel like a rib but you know the valentines have a history of uh wrestling in their family and, uh, Greg's, uh, Greg's going to be a great honoree. He's, he's been hoping and, uh, praying that, uh, you know, he was going to be honored. He came up to me a couple of years ago and said, well, oh, why do they always forget me? You know, I come here all the time and I've never been honored. And, well, he got the votes and share. And, uh, uh, I asked him and he was just so tickled. Um, uh, he'll be, uh, being honored as well. And I can't wait to hear what, uh, Greg's
0: got to say. Oh, absolutely. Everybody's looking forward to that. Uh, A a big kind of one of those things that really can pop some of the more modern era pro wrestling fans is uh, the gentleman you selected uh, that was selected for the CAC Art Abrams Luthez Lifetime Achievement Award. And you want to talk about a guy that in the, the modern era pro wrestling, we're going into the '90s and even into the 2000s when he came back for the second time for that that last run, I, I, Shawn Michaels. What more can you say? I mean, heartbreak kid. I mean, this guy when since he you know ever since he was cutting his teeth down in, in Texas, you know, working shows, you know, whether it be for Texas All Star or World Class or even for Bill Watts, you know, making his way to the AWA and to the WWF. This is a man who's had an accelerated work. Uh, his work ethic has accelerated, had some problems for a while. He got himself back in the line and he, boy, what a life and career he's led in the pro wrestling ring and outside of the ring. I'm talking about Shawn Michaels.
1: Yes. Uh, you know, uh, the showstopper, I mean, um, you know, I can't say, I can't think of any, I don't think that anybody could argue the fact that Shawn Michaels is in the top ten. Uh, performers of all time, in modern day anyway. For sure. Modern day era, Shawn Michaels is definitely in the top 10 performers, if not uh, one of the top five. Um, he has all kinds of WrestleMania records. Um, yeah, he's uh, just a tremendous guy. I've known Shawn. Shawn. Shawn started about the same time we did with uh, WWF. I remember when him and Marty first came in. Uh, we were in Jim and Jim and I had just been in the territory for maybe, uh, Oh, six months or so. And, um, you know, Vince was building up the tag team, uh, division at the time. And so he was bringing in, uh, Gennetti and, uh, Sean Michaels. They were kind of hellraisers then and, um, wound up getting, uh, uh actually fired after a couple of weeks of, you know, drunkenness and raising hell and just, kind of breaking the rules and, Sean made a, uh, a 180, uh, Marty made a 360, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. uh, Sean made a 180, and, and really turned, uh, turned up the heat and turned into just such a prolific performer, and you know, a guy that I enjoy watching every time he gets in the ring, never saw him have a bad match, just a, a guy that gives it all every time uh, that he's ever been in the ring, and a guy that um, is uh, just a, a gentleman and um, would be just a, a pleasure uh, and an honor to hear, uh, speak at the college farm alley club, 53rd reunion, uh,
0: April 30th. Now, hopefully and can get him out of the woods cause he's, he's one heck of an avid, uh, outdoorsman. Uh, you know, sometimes I've seen pitch, you know, see pictures of him. He's got a big beard. He's got his camo on. He's a guy that definitely, uh, lives life to the fullest.
1: Absolutely. He does. And, um, uh, you know, he's saved his money. Uh, he's, he's done really well. And, um, uh, he's a, he's a great guy, you know, Sean's a good Christian guy and um, uh, loves the Lord. And, um, again, you know, he did such a 180 and became such a real businessman um, and, uh, and a gentleman. Um, I can't say enough good things about Sean.
0: And I know there'll be a lot of nice things, lots of pleasantries out there when he receives the Art Abrams Lou Lifetime Achievement Award. And now we got to talk one more here we got to talk about the Iron Mike Mazurki Award. You guys are giving it to the man that I, I, when I first started watching, I was slightly frightened when I was a little kid because he had that big old claw hand out, and I didn't want to get my head uh, squeezed like an apple. Uh, We're talking about a guy that I know very well uh, through the AWA, uh, the one and only Baron Von Raschke, and, boy, that is so so cool to have him be honored with the Iron Mike Award. It almost reminds me of when you guys honored uh, Ivan Koloff.
1: Yeah. And uh, you yeah, a lot of similarities there. That's a, that's a great analogy there, Glenn. I like that a lot. And um, Ivan was a great friend and I, I loved him so much. Um, uh, and I really do miss him, but um, you know, Baron is going to be uh, such a pleasure to watch being honored. He is such a gentleman and um, you know, to think how nasty he was in the ring and how people hated his guts and, and to be such a, first-class gentleman it's uh it's amazing how our business is you know some of the bad guys uh quote unquote are some of the nicest guys in the world and baron is is just that kind of guy and what a tremendous amateur wrestler he was as well so um you know and and that's um you know one of the uh uh, prerequisites to, to winning the Iron Mike award is, you know, it's somebody it had to have been an athlete, um, in some form or fashion. And, um, Barron was just a tremendous wrestler. He played football. He was, uh, he was a great college athlete, um, uh, prior to becoming a professional wrestler. I never, uh, had the opportunity to work with Barron, um, but, uh, have seen many of his matches and, uh, the infamous claw, as you said, uh, He's going to be uh, a lot of fun to watch. Uh, And remember, each one of these um, people, each one of these honorees that we're talking about, Glenn, they have a presenter. And most of them bring a special presenter. um, Lance Russell, for example, brought Jerry Lawler. um, You know, Jim Ross will be our MC again this year. Uh, Jim Ross is so into the Cauliflower Alley Club because he knows what we do for people, and he's seen it firsthand. And uh, he'll be the first one to say that if anybody is... uh, a wrestler if anybody's a fan of wrestling that you should be a member of the cauliflower alley club it's 25 dollars for a year i mean you get four editions of an award-winning newsletter that's not on the internet uh called the ear and uh you get a beautiful certificate i'm in my awards room right now and if i turn around backwards i can see where i won the men's uh wrestling uh honoree in um february of 2002 and, you know, that's, uh, that was a big thing to me. So, you know, just to be a member, you get a certificate similar to one that the honorees used to get. Now they get beautiful plaques. Um, but, uh, and they also go on our walls of fame. So, um, Baron, is going to be great. Um, all of our honorees, it, we've got just the, I think the best lineup to date, um, We have two awards nights, uh, Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Um, They're both awards dinner nights. And for $125 for a reunion ticket, that not only covers both your dinners and awards nights, but it covers all your seminars that Ron Hutchison puts together. He does a fabulous job putting the seminars together. Um, You get to go to all the seminars. We have cribbage tournaments. We have bowling tournaments. They have strut-offs, all kinds of things. There's there's things going on constantly. You don't even have to leave the hotel. There's 12 restaurants in the hotel. There's um, all kinds of things to do. And if you do want to leave the hotel, we have a a discount at budget rent-a-car. The the, uh, Grand Canyon's a little over two hours away. You've got the Hoover Dam a little over 30 minutes away. You can take the trolley around Las Vegas. I mean, there's a million things to do there. So, you know, the family, you could bring the family and make a vacation out of it. You can just come by yourself uh, whatever whatever um it's uh it's a great time and also um uh, vendetta pro wrestling puts on pro wrestling matches at the gold coast same place we're at um the two uh the sunday and monday uh prior to the tuesday and wednesday award nights so the wrestling's all included the wrestling matches as long as you have a reunion ticket everything's included so i think there's a uh, uh, entry fee into the bowling tournament and an entry fee into the cribbage tournament. It's like fifteen bucks or twenty bucks or something like that. Um, but other than that, everything is is it's it's free. Other than your room and your food, and well, you do get two free meals, like I said. But and a whole lot of entertainment to go with that, Glenn.
0: Oh, yes. I I hear so many tales of what goes on after uh, the awards and after the gatherings of the day. Uh, You can walk in, you could probably walk down the Gold Coast to the restaurants and see somebody at the TGI Fridays, just rubbing shoulders with some legends of pro wrestling. That's what the fun thing is, the interactive value of of a CAC.
1: Oh, absolutely. Because like you said, you know, you go to Fridays or wherever you go um, inside the Gold Coast, there'll be, a bunch of the guys there and a bunch of the members um and we have some great great members and um that are not only giving and great hearts but nice people and and the guys get to know them after a while and and so many of the guys that are honored come back and back and back and like i said we'll have you know close to 300 different wrestlers, uh, in attendance, the uh, many, uh, young independent wrestlers, uh, all the way up to the superstars that we're talking about. Um, everybody in between, it's just, uh, like the who's who of wrestling and, uh, the fans just, they definitely, you get way more than your money's worth to come to the cauliflower alley club uh, reunion.
0: Well, I want to get that information out there. The dates again for the cauliflower alley club and also the website also very important part of getting your information for CAC.
1: Absolutely, Glenn. uh, It's great to be on Wrestling Memories because you guys have such a great podcast and so informative, and I really appreciate being on here. But uh, our website uh, is cauliflower alley club um cauliflower is spelled like the vegetable alley like a bowling alley a l l e y club c l u b dot org cauliflower alley club dot org every bit of information is on our website there but um the actual reunion dates the official dates are april thirtieth uh through may second that's a uh monday tuesday wednesday and um you know, the, uh, there's, there's wrestling actually on Saturday at another venue. Uh, then you have wrestling, uh, Sunday, um, April, uh, 20, 29th. And then, su- or uh, yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Sunday, the, uh, 29th of, uh, April and then, um, Monday, the, uh, the 30th of April, that's registration day as well. And, um, you know, there's activities, you know all in between but um if you go to cauliflower dot org, everything's there uh all the information's there and we uh we just uh look forward to uh to having as many people there as possible
0: well, you know, on a previous wrestling memories, it was, uh, just last week, we had a guy that uh, has been, a he, he, he makes his presence felt at the cauliflower alley club. We had on rock riddle and boy, if there ever was an advocate or spokesperson for people to encourage people to get out there, it would have to be rock riddle. He, he definitely has lots of love and support for, for what you guys have done here with the CAC. Oh
1: yeah. Rock is great. And he's usually at one of the battle Royals, uh, still puts on the tights and uh uh he's uh he's a character that's for sure and uh he's a fixture at the cac he's there every year he'll be there this year and you know I, like I said you go there one time you just it's like it's like an addiction and um there'll be there'll be lots of the same people that were there uh when you were there last they're, they're still there and it, the crowd just keeps growing and um we're, we're happy for that we have cut the number of people at the 50th uh reunion for, for the, we generally have about 2000 people come through the nostalgia room. Um, you know, people through that live in Vegas and around the area, uh, you can go through the nostalgia room for no charge without a ticket, but that's all you can do. Uh, as far as seminars and all that, you have to have a reunion ticket. you have to be registered. And so we, we sold 750 tickets and could have sold more to the 50th. And, um, uh, it was just a little too full, so then we cut it down to uh five hundred which we had uh the last couple of years and this year we're bumping it up to six hundred and fifty so uh it won't be too crowded it'll be nice uh it'll be comfortable there'll be um, you know just a a great time for everyone.
0: You know, before you we, we 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 part today, uh, Mr. Blair, I want to talk about what's been going on with the killer bees. I've been seeing things pop up here, like a store to buy bees merchandise. I've seen com like a comic book going on. Man, it's night. You know, 2018 and the killer bees are buzzing all around the hive.
1: Yes, we are. We were just in Chicago a couple of weeks ago in Berwyn. It was sold out. Uh, WWE was right down the street and um you know we go to a bunch of comic cons now that are comic books out so we um opened up the killer b store at the killer bee.net. and you can go to the and we sell um you know masks like we wore with mass confusion um pictures uh, jimmy's book uh books um t-shirts all kinds of things and uh they're free shipping in the united states um reasonably everything's reasonably priced um, um we just uh like to keep getting the name out there and uh we try to stay busy um you know almost every weekend and so it's, it's it's great that uh the people still appreciate the legends and i certainly appreciate them for appreciating us
0: And, you know, there's going to be a whole bunch of appreciators out there in Las Vegas at the Gold Coast, April 30th through May the 2nd in Sin City. Uh, Before we go today, uh, Brian, is there anything that we didn't get covered that you would like to pass along to the listeners before uh, everything wraps up for this week's edition of Wrestling Memories? Well, I'd just
1: like to thank Lesson Memories and you, Glenn, for uh, having me on and uh, talking about the Cauliflower Alley Club reunion coming up the 53rd. And just ask, uh, just I humbly implore um, your listeners, you know, even if you can't make the 53rd reunion, join join the club and you'll see what it's all about because the the ears will keep you informed of everything that happened at the reunion. Um, and uh what's going on inside of the club it's all very entertaining it's four color um like 30 pages of total information we have different fans that um uh, write stories and contribute to stories in the ear and um uh, i call them fan friends because everybody becomes a friend you know you first they're a fan then you meet them then they become a friend and so uh we have uh, um um just, uh, just a just a great fraternity. I mean, you just can't beat the people. So, you know, try to make it to the fifty third if you can for your listeners. And, and it, but if you can't, you know, invest twenty five dollars and join the club. Go to caulifloweralleyclub dot org. Join the club and and get the feel for it. And I and I promise you that um you come one time, like I've said already three times, you won't want to miss again. And if you can't make it this time you can at least join and plan
0: for the 54th. Absolutely. Well, it's time to wrap up for this week's edition of Wrestling Memories. I want to thank you again, Mr. B. Brian Blair, for taking time out of your schedule uh, and being uh, just such a good uh, source of information to discuss the Cauliflower Alley Club.
1: Well, thank you so much. I think uh, we covered most of the bases there, Glenn. And uh, once again, I appreciate uh, having you on and hello to all the listeners out there. And thanks for listening to Wrestling Memories.
0: For Brian Blair. I'm Glenn Broggett. So long for now. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Glenn. God bless. God bless. Take care, my brother. You too, brother.